This is the Eric in the Morning with Melissa and Whip podcast, featuring highlights from the show. Time for Hey, I was wondering at 549. Remember, if you uh, send us a Hey, I was wondering, and we use it, you get one of those Eric in the Morning travel mugs. Yep. I think you're going to enjoy that. Uh, so make sure you get those in. You can email us. You can uh, text us at 60123. You can get it to us on social media, whatever you'd like. Make sure you do that, and we'll get you covered. Just like Joe here. Hey, Eric, with all the schools closed, how long would you actually have to go to school if you only learned things you need as an adult? Yeah, look at Joe getting heady at 5.50 in the morning. (laughs) Yeah, Zane's got nothing on him as far as depth. Joe says with all the schools closed even though the e-learning has continued. Mm-hmm. How long would you actually have to go to school if you only learn things you need as an adult? All the extraneous stuff is just washed away. Mm. I, I don't know. That's a good question. Uh, a couple of years? <laughs> <laughs> just first and second grade, then knock off right there. I think now he's just talking total amount of school. Yeah, yeah. Like, you, you know, now you, go, it all. now you go for 12 years of schooling. Yeah. You know. Right. Involuntary 12 years of schooling. Uh, how many would you actually have to go to if they said, all right, we're only going to give you the usable stuff? Mm-hmm. Hmm. I'm going to say two. Anybody else? I'd say five. Five? Yeah. What would you put in there as most important? Um. What subject? Probably some sort of like bill paying, accounting type so of math. thing. Yeah. Got to have the math base. Uh, math base. Excuse me? <laughs> math base before you can do that stuff. I'm surprised Melissa would go that route. You know her aversion to math. I right? know, which is why you need it. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, any, okay. <laughs> 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 yeah, working the new laugh. Be a lot of strangely quiet during all of this. <laughs> well, I can actually see her thinking through <laughs> different subjects. That she might need. Do you have any in particular? Uh, well, yeah. The thing is, I think you still need a lot of schooling, just different kinds. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go like seven years. Seven? Yeah. You only get a five-year break? Yeah, because you still need to probably learn how to change a tire, how to they call 311. Well, those are life lessons. The, I didn't. Well, that's not school, though. But I thought you meant what you needed to know as an adult that school doesn't teach you. No, no, no. That school saying, does teach you. He, he says because no one's... Geez, what? Uh, no one's going to school right, <laughs> right. now. Yeah, so if you were to get a whole new system where you just go to school to learn the stuff that you need versus all like, oh. like, I, like here, let me give you an example. Remember when uh, I got all the math teachers mad at me because somebody called about integers? Yeah. I'm you, like, yeah, you don't need it, yeah. integers. Yeah. You're never going to use those as an, as an adult. You can skip that. That, that two months, you skip it. Yeah. Oh, See okay. what I'm saying? Yes, so now me, you've got your schooling. All right, all right, what all right. can you skip out on? Okay, yeah, right. Yeah. So I'm going to go with uh, five years still. Five years. Yeah, because okay. some people are slow. All right. And what <laughs> do you think would be the most important thing that you have to have? Which subject? History? Math? No, nah, you don't geometry. need history. Um, uh, probably reading. Reading. Because, like, there's words everywhere. There are words everywhere you look. Mm. Words. <laughs> like, it's hard. Everywhere. Yeah, words are so hard. <laughs> they really are. Uh, Whip, which subject would you pick? Yeah, I'd go with the reading and writing. Okay. I think that subconsciously. You only get, you only get oh, to you read or oh, write. I can only pick one. Both. Crap. Oh, I gave man. you one. God darn it. I gave uh, you one. That doesn't come as a pair. I'm going with the writing then. So writing is more. You, well, how about, so you'd write it, but you couldn't read what you're writing. Well, I mean, where does speaking fit into that? <laughs> Communication speak, in general. Speaking. <laughs> this is why I'm the cheating, education right? system is. I just said, which subject? <laughs> speaking, Eric. <laughs> 
Oh, like, I, I remember forms. my, my oh. sophomore year I had, right. I had math, geometry, and speaking. Right. The writing <laughs> and the reading inform your oh, speaking, you know which is very important. Which That's, is why I'm glad oh this God. happened, because I'm going to I'm ditching everybody in this studio, and what? I'm turning to you folks for this morning's Eric in the Morning list, because I feel like you might actually get it. All right. Okay. So get ready for today's Eric in the Morning list when we address oh. this issue in greater detail because I think three people, yeah. maybe four in here, need to, be need to go back to school. Yeah. Oh, school. it's me. <laughs> yep. Uh, of course. No, I totally you. Now so, I think we need all yeah. 12 years. Yeah. All right. What do you recall from school? Uh, one thing that stuck with you, valuable or not? Because I, I really don't use two parallel lines cut by a transversal opposite angles are equal, but I remember it. Yeah, you <laughs> used it many times by asked. saying it on the air in the course of your job. That's right. using it. Right. I guess. Yeah. yeah to some degree it is. Mm-hmm. Do you recall anything, anybody? No, I don't remember one thing. There you go. See, there's <laughs> there's the Indiana Public Education hard at work over there. Or yeah. it's just me. Yeah. I remember. But she does remember which teacher she wanted to do. Yeah. <laughs> That I do remember. You remember anything, Violetta? Yes. Um, you were in school like 90 days ago, mm-hmm. so. I remember this from grammar school. It was something along the lines of Istanbul, not Constantinople, during like um, okay. Istanbul, history. Okay. Yeah. That's gotcha. like a They Might Be Giant song also, yeah. yeah. Yeah, because our substitute, that was always our substitute, I don't know what happened to our teacher, uh-huh. always told us that she had a little song. She's like, Istanbul, not Constantinople, Istanbul. Yeah, there's an actual right. song. Did like she that. say she made that uh-huh. song up? Because now we can expose her. No, there's a real song like that. That's what I'm saying, yeah. Oh. That's why she's singing it. Because <laughs> the teacher had a song. Oh, yeah. I, when Wib said, I did she make it up? But I, no, I didn't say, did she make it up? I said, did she claim to make it up? Because I just said five seconds ago, it was a They Might Be Giant but song. I, I don't really know what that means. So anyway, means. we'll get to your calls now. <laughs> Jeez. Hi. You don't you don't remember anything, but yet you're all over the place with us. What? Uh, Whip, do you recall anything? You know, the odd thing is no. Okay. Uh, 312-233. One zero one nine. You don't remember much, but you do remember what, Kelly? Yeah. Oh, yes. Um, always articulate your words by Mr. Giovanni. Always articulate your words. Valuable yes. information. We should use that around here from time to time, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you recall one thing, Gabe, and that would be what? Uh, personal pronouns from eighth grade. We have to memorize. Personal pronouns. Throw a couple at me there, Gabe. Uh, I, you, he, she, it, we, you, they, me, you, him, or it, us, you, them, my, mine, your, yours. There you go. Hmm. Yeah. You can tell it's memorized. You know, Sam Smith's in there somewhere. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, you don't remember much, but you remember one thing, Donna. What is it? Uh, patience is a virtue. Possess it if you can. It's seldom found in women, and it's never found in men. Oh. From Sister Emanuel. Sister Emanuel. Oh, okay. He sounds jaded. All right. <laughs> Caitlin, you don't remember much, but you remember this. Yes, in second grade, we learned the song of all of the presidents in order, so I still sing it. That's my secret talent. Um, it impresses everybody. That's amazing. I uh, just uh, started, and I'll bail out at some point. Go ahead. <laughs> Adams, Jefferson, Madison, Monroe, Adams, Jackson, Ben Harrison, Tyler, Paul, Taylor, Fillmore, Pierce, Kennedy, Lincoln, Dustin, Grant, Page, Garfield, There she goes. I don't know any of those people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You don't know any of the presidents, did you say? <laughs> Not really. You don't know any presidents. That's interesting. I mean, like some of them, but I, I couldn't do as many as she said. But you remember the sexy teachers. Mm. Ah, number three, Jake, you recall what? Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Jake. The Order of the Planets. Yeah, isn't there some oh. kind of uh, a system to remember that? Yes. Okay, and what is it? it was, 
my very excellent mother just served us nine pizzas. Okay. Yeah, it was always fun to switch that around to something bad, too. Right. You did a lot in school, didn't you? <laughs> Except learn. Yeah. It's just uh, a different way to remember it. There we it. go. At uh, number two, you recall one thing from school, Jacob, and what is it? The scientific name of a fruit fly is Drosophilia melangaster. There you go. Oh. Now that's what I'm looking for, that kind of stuff right there. I don't yeah. know what that means or when you're ever going to use it, but you got recall. And finally... In at number one, there isn't much from school you remember, but this you do, Amanda. That if you don't understand something, don't get into it. <laughs> I, uh, I, I I don't know what you mean by that. Okay, I had an econ teacher that always explained to us that if you don't understand anything about the stock market or anything like that, don't get into it. Ah, so, see good lesson. Doing. Yeah. All right, I see what, did you have another example, though? Um, I had a another teacher in history that we always sang the gambler song every morning. Well, no, wait, see, Amanda, it says, what I'm it says leasing versus owning a car on here. I, I don't know what that yeah. means. Like, if you're going to lease a car instead of owning it, you know, lease, you have to return it after so long uh-huh. and everything. And if you don't understand that, don't return, don't get into it. All right, there we go. Okay. I was looking for that example right there. If you Some don't understand advice. something, don't get into it. Sure. Can like, I throw one like in? Like this entire topic yeah. no. that I'm trying to get out of, but okay. No, I got to throw this one in because I think this is one that'll stick with you. Uh-huh. Um, and I don't even know if Winston Churchill really said it. because All a lot right, of times, I'm already done. No, 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 no. Uh- Ending a sentence with a preposition. You're not supposed to do it, right? And supposedly Winston Churchill said, that is a rule up with which I will not put. Or where you at? Three one two two three three one zero one nine. Your weird online search. Online searches for bread, at home workout, Animal Crossing, and Buzz Cut are soaring as people try to occupy themselves. Hang on, Amy. We'll get to you there in just a second. Uh, your most recent online search that you're not proud of, but you can you can explain it. John is what? Um, I searched Dolly Parton online because I didn't know she was a she was behind uh, every kid under five gets a book for free. Yes, and, that's uh, right. Dolly yeah, Parton is behind every kid under five gets a free book. That's a program? Yeah, yeah it's like an imagination imagination something, she calls it. Uh, right. Then I, found out, then I found out she's worth $600 million. I'm like, right. holy cow. She's got big oh, dough. Yeah. She's, she's, she's In addition done all right. to big other things, but yeah. she's got big dough. Oh, geez. She can keep a book what? for every kid in America in her cleavage. Oh, my oh, gosh. My God. All tucked in there and just keep pulling yeah, out books. Yeah. She's known for those babies. Thank you. She is. Yeah, she, yeah, she is. Thank you. I uh, appreciate the explanation. Amy. <laughs> Amy, Amy, Hello? Amy. Hi. Yes, uh, yes, your yes. most recent online search, it's completely explainable, though. Yes, we've been um, searching. Uh, sexually transmitted diseases. STDs online, just to pass the day at home. Why is that? No, it's to do a health assignment for high school. Ah. Oh. Uh, are you in high okay. school, Amy, or have you decided no, to go back? No, no I didn't go back. Oh. Um, it's um, the, my 16-year-old. Oh, I see. Um, is that awkward? Yeah, it's extremely awkward, ah. especially with the 14-year-olds in the room. Uh-huh. Going, ew, ew, right. what? No. Right. Oh, right. Well, they Don't need to know. Sex. They need to know. Yes, they do. Uh, <laughs> is it a son or daughter? <laughs> daughter. Daughter. Uh, and uh, what has been the chosen STD of choice for researching? Go a little chlamydia? Oh, You're firing oh. up the gonorrhea? What do we oh got going? Oh, my gosh. Oh, 
Well, in, after searching some of them, she decided to go with doing the, the drug project instead. So she decided to do um, the nicotine project. Oh, 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 well, if you need to do research, awesome. Melissa and uh, Smoking Pat, her oh, fiancé, hey. are available no to cover the uh, nicotine issue with you. So that would, that would be so much better. Yeah. But yeah. The, yeah. I'm going to skip right by the clap and go straight to the nicotine. <laughs> Kids are learning all the important information awesome. these days, aren't they? Imagine those pictures. So sweet. Yeah, sitting around with the family gathered around right after dinner, uh-huh. looking up all the STDs. <gasps> ah, it's quality family yeah. time. Americana at its best. <laughs> Come on, folks. Where are you getting away to? 312-233-1019. When you've had your nuff, you're about up to here with it, as they say. <laughs> Where do you go? Uh, hi there, Vesna. Good morning, guys. Uh, when it's time to get away, you go where? Okay, so besides my hot tub, we have a full bar in our garage, couches, what? stereo, huge screen TV, and disco lights. Uh, <laughs> are you serious? Wow. You've made your garage into, like, the party room. Wow. It's, the par- it's actually the best bar in town. That's wow. what they always say. <laughs> uh, do, you, uh, do you invite, uh, not in these times, but under normal circumstances, can the neighborhood uh, come over to uh, Bar Garage? Of course. Love it. They do. You know, it's interesting you say that. I was uh, told a story yesterday. You know how people are, you know, close with their neighbors or you haven't seen your neighbors for a while. There was a story, I don't know where it was, of two neighbors that have a fence between them. And they have created the fence where they they can take part of it and roll it flat into a bar. Oh, interesting. What? Yeah, there's a segment, so Are you this, me? it's straight up, so they they roll it down flat, and it becomes a full bar. That's amazing. That Between their yards. Un- that's so cool. Yeah. I hope they never yeah. have problems. Uh, that's the attitude. <laughs> Hi, uh, Maggie. Good morning. Uh, when it's oh. time to get away, Maggie, what do you do? Okay, when you're burned out from doing household projects that you put off. Right. And you're tired of weeding and crap. Right. You hop in the car and you drive down to the busiest Starbucks there is. Uh-huh. And you turn on the radio as loud as you can. Hashtag with the windows open. Right. And uh-huh. sit in line for 34 minutes. 34 waiting. minutes in the Starbucks line. You'll clear your head like that. Wow. Killing. So specific. Honest, that, that and a chai tea latte, you're good to go. Wow. Okay. Because I can tell you right now, Maggie, I'm, I'm going to be straight with you. I don't like the weeding and crap. I don't like that. <laughs> yeah, I have no interest in doing any of that. Featured restaurant we have received multiple emails about. Okay. We go to Displays for today's restaurant of the day. Your local neighborhood restaurant is called Katie's Kitchen. Ooh, okay. okay. Katie's mm-hmm. Kitchen on North Wolf Road in Displays, and we have Katie Couts, the owner of Katie's Kitchen, joining us. Hi, Katie. Hi. Good morning. How are you this morning? Hi. I'm good. Uh, welcome to the show, and uh, we would like to have you be today's restaurant of the day. Well, thank you. We really appreciate it. Now, how long have you been in business uh, at Katie's Kitchen and Displays? Uh, Eleven and a half years. Eleven and a half. Wow. And uh, how did you start all this, Katie? Um, I was 22, and I opened after college, and I've been here, born and raised in Displays, and thought we needed a new breakfast and lunch restaurant and decided to open. Wow, you're a go-getter. That's amazing that you started so young. <laughs> Thank you. What has the uh, past month been like for you as a restaurant owner? It's been difficult. It's a whole different um, atmosphere here at the restaurant with not having customers coming in and out, you know, sitting down and, you know, hearing the laughs and people talking. It's just kind of a, a silence, so been kind of depressing but you know our community has been railing behind us 
um, supporting us with our curbside and deliveries and pickups. So it's uh, it's really nice to see. And Katie's Kitchen is a, a breakfast and lunch place? Correct. Now, what are you known for? What's your specialty? What do you really like to prepare? What do people love? Um, our huevos trancheros. Oh. Huevos concheros. That sounds really good. Yeah, so it's it's a Benedict kind of like twist on our huevos rancheros, but um, really good. Our skirt steak and our salsa, so. Nice. Sounds good. Yeah. Do you uh, find that you do a generally before this a brisk lunch business? Um, I mean, we have we have a good we have a good lunch business. Um, I'm kind of excited to see what this is all going to bring us today. Right. Um, we've been doing meals for the homeless this morning, so awesome. it's been a busy morning already. But we're we're ready to take it on. Now, what we'd like to do, Katie, uh, with your approval at uh, Katie's Kitchen on North Wolf Road and Displane, so you, as our featured restaurant of the day, if you folks are interested in finding out about what you can get at Katie's Kitchen, you can text the word takeout. Actually, it's two words: take. Out. See how that worked? Okay. Take out to 60123. And from what I understand, Katie, uh, when uh, folks do that, they can get information about what kind of food you have and what's available. And we're hoping that everybody uh, supports your business today and uh, orders lunch for you do curbside delivery? Yes, we do. Okay. Orders lunch today at Katie's Kitchen. And then we're going to send the mixed road crew out to your spot from 11 to 1 today to see people coming out and supporting your business and your community. That's awesome. We, I mean, you guys don't understand what this means to small small businesses. Mm-hmm. Uh, are you there every single day, Katie? I'm here every single day. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Right. Wow. What's your bare minimum staff that you have going right now, then? Um, what do you mean our bare minimum? Well, or like, where do we have our whole... Well, you don't have servers there right now, so you have just the, the cooks and... Um, I have two cooks, and then I do have a server just here to help, you know, do the curbside and then delivery takeout stuff, so um, just uh, in a dishwasher. Yeah. We have only about four people working. Four, okay. Isn't it weird how everything adjusts and you just try to figure out the new normal with the packaging everything, making sure everything's safe, and just p- keeping people at work is obviously your intention. Right. It's a whole, It's a whole different world, you know, with a... With the masks now and the planes and the gloves and just trying to make sure that that everybody is, you know, being safe and making sure that all of our stuff coming in from purveyors are safe and it's a it's a whole whole different different atmosphere for sure. So today at lunch, if people text the word uh, takeout or the two words takeout to six zero one two three and get all the information about Katie's Kitchen, then you uh, can call and place your order for curbside pickup. Uh, Katie, you'll be out there today over the lunch hour, so people who are listening right now who want to patronize uh, your business and support your cause and support all that you're doing, you'll be there to see them as well. I will be here. Perfect. Good. Beautiful. Well, we're thinking about you, Katie. We're honored to have you as our first restaurant of the day. We're hoping for great things over the lunch hour. And uh, stay strong, and we'll all get through this, okay? Yes, thank you so much. Yeah. Okay, thank you, Katie. Different kind of mixed morning mind bender today. It starts with a secret Eric in the morning off-air poll and then dives into a secondary level of this, okay? And I said, I need to speak with Tenny off the air, and we just did. Men, women, young, old, doesn't matter. I have a question. You're completely anonymous. Be honest about your answer. It has to do with happiness. And we'll give you an either-or choice. Now, I'm going to throw it out, okay? Now, I'm worrying ahead of time. You can only pick one of these two options, okay? Right. Don't go, actually, I think it's something else, because then you're going to screw up Mixed Morning Mind Bender. <laughs> Let's All not right? do that. Let's not do that. All right? Fine. So just <laughs> staying on point. So just 
Very important. Because I know how it goes. You'll be like, well, I don't think it's either one of those. I think it's no. this. And then no, you'll, no, the no. whole thing will be trash. We don't do that anymore. All right. You don't know what you're talking about. 100% right. or zero, black and white. Got it. Just for our purpose here, I just don't need to. Well, I don't agree with either of those. I actually think it's this, and then it's all screwed. We don't want right, to. You ready? Yes. yes. We just asked 10 people off the air about the secret to happiness. Is the secret to happiness love or money? The key to happiness. Is it love or money? Now, before you guess what the answer was out of 10, what would the answer be for you, Melissa? If you have those two choices, the key to happiness, is it love or money? Well, since I have to pick. <laughs> see what would happen. If I hadn't said that, do you see what would happen? I'm joking. No, you're not. Yes, I no, am. You are absolutely not. I have to give you I, a hard time. I know you and I know <laughs> what would have happened. No, no, no. Thank no. God for the disclaimer. Come right. on. Okay, so I will say love. Love. Whip, what would you I say? I will go love. Uh, Violetta, what would you say? Uh, money. Money. Love oh. or money. The key to happiness. We spoke to 10 people off the air. What do you think the results were? What percentage said love? <laughs> Just take a shot. Eight out of 10 said love. Eight out of 10, okay? Nine out of 10 Nine said love. Nine out of 10. Two out of 10. Seven out of 10 said love. Now, I'm going to tell you, they're all wrong. Get out of here. <laughs> that is not the key, according to a new survey, to happiness. Oh, it's not love. It's not money. Oh, wait a minute. It's yeah. what? You're tricking us. 312-233-1019. When asked about the secret to happiness, many people think the answers will be love or money. As it turns out, it's not. The secret to happiness is what? A good what? That's your clue. Okay. A good? A good what is the key, the secret to happiness. 312-233-1019. Good what, Yolanda? Health. Health. No. Not health. A good what, Kelly? A meal. Meal. No. <laughs> Not a meal. Okay. As it turns out, the secret to happiness is a good what, Lila? A good night's sleep. Sleep is exactly oh, right. A good really? night's Whoa. sleep. What? A good <laughs> night's sleep will give you great happiness Come above on. having love or money. Okay, mm. that makes sense. <laughs> A lot right. of people might say it doesn't, but the whip's like, yeah. No, I only know totally. from not from not really knowing a good yeah. night's sleep very well. Uh, I would assume it makes sense. I, I love a good night's sleep, but I'd still take a sack of cash. Yeah, over that. yeah. and it's yeah. hard to sleep when you don't have money. That is true. Researchers had more than nine hundred people rate their enjoyment of activities throughout the day. Those who got six to eight hours of undisturbed sleep had a brighter outlook on life than those who had slept poorly. Mm. For quality sleep, the answer is. Avoiding caffeine, alcohol, and nicotine. Uh-oh, smoking Pat. Oh, God. Uh-oh. Those are my three he favorite things. He doesn't sleep very well, does he? Smoking Pat, your fiance. You know, I wouldn't know, Eric. Yeah. I don't know. Stick you keep him a... up all night, don't you? Yeah, no, I bet know. you do. Oh, God, you guys. Yeah. He does adore you. I just saw this headline. Olympics will be canceled if coronavirus is still a problem in 2021. Well, I guess you think about people from all over the world all living in close quarters, the Olympic Village. You could bring it in from anywhere. I guess that makes sense. Is that a possibility? Let's uh, talk to Dr. Kevin Most, the uh, chief medical officer of Northwestern Medicine at Central DuPage Hospital. Dr. Most, 
Good morning, Eric. Is that a possibility? Could coronavirus still be a problem next summer 2021, enough that the Olympics could be canceled? Yeah, unfortunately, you know, it's going to be all come down to the timing of the vaccine as well as the chance that we get immunity for anybody that has been exposed to this. Those are the two big unknowns. So that's why it could continue actually all through this fall and through the winter. Um, So it'll definitely be a concern based on when we can get uh, a good vaccine out there and and produced. Now, I had mentioned uh, Dr. Most, and if you have questions for Dr. Most, you can call 312-233-1019 and talk to him. We also have a bunch of texts. I had mentioned that you had told me that you just wrapped up your COVID-19 meeting for today. Do we have any new developments? Are you more optimistic, less optimistic? What are you feeling about it now since the last time we spoke? Yeah, you know, I'm personally more optimistic. You know, here at Central DuPage, our numbers are down a little bit. Yesterday, we discharged 10 COVID patients back home, you know, from the hospital. So, and we had uh, no expirations yesterday. So, I mean, the the days like that are what makes the staff come back every morning and, and know that they're really making a difference. So, um, I'm starting to get a little encouraged, uh, but then again, tomorrow we might be back up. But uh, today was a good day for us so far. And you say something interesting that we have been talking about earlier that I that I know we're heading in this direction, and I and I prefer this that with the increased testing, we're obviously seeing more positive results. But aren't we more interested at this point in seeing the number of hospitalizations versus positive results? Yep, absolutely. So I I don't want people to be concerned about the positive results that they see for a few reasons. One, if we're catching asymptomatic people with these, that's great because it'll slow the illness. But like you said, really the most important numbers right now that the Illinois Department of Public Health are tracking is how many beds are being used for COVID patients, how many are in your intensive care unit, and how many are on ventilators. Like we said, a lot of individuals are going to get to have this illness and really just have what I hate to say is a bad influenza or a bad cold, but many, many, many people will survive. The in, so they'll test positive, but we need to make sure that we're watching our capacity in our hospitals, and that's what's bending the curve and allowing us to, 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 to have positive results. And ultimately, won't that be the way those results as we track them, how we determine uh, the reopening process, the slow roll of the reopening and what we're able to do and not able to do? Absolutely. We're going to look at those numbers. We're going to look at those numbers sooner for even starting like elective surgeries, which will start a week from uh, next Monday. So as we start to look at those numbers, we're going to know what the impact is in the community, and it is going to allow the governor to make a more educated guess, I should say, but an educated decision as to when the communities will uh, will be open again versus what we're seeing in Georgia where the numbers are still going up even in their hospitalizations and ICUs, and yet they've made a decision to open up the uh, communities. Now, we talked about sports uh, a second ago, the Olympics, and then WHIP has done stories that Major League Baseball is trying to determine if they can uh, open up at a certain point and maybe play games without fans in attendance. Is there any upside, and there's a question along the lines that we received uh, from our text here, is there any upside in the future, 30, 60, 90, 120 days from now, that we could all attend larger functions if they make a requirement that everybody is wearing a mask, or is that still unsafe? I think that's still going to be unsafe. I I don't think you're going to see any large gatherings, whether it be concerts or sporting events this summer. I think uh, that there's going to be too much concern that the asymptomatic person can still spread it in those large uh, uh, congested areas. So 
Um, until we really get our arms around this and get a vaccine, I think you're going to see very limited large events. I got a text from 630 area code that says, as sports might start up again, do you think players, like if we watch baseball, will they have to be wearing masks while they play? I think what you're going to end up seeing is what we're going to see, even like with the PGA Tour, is that everyone will be tested the day of. So we can do tests right now. Patients that come in for surgery, we're testing them just before they go into surgery. You can do that when you're talking about 35 baseball players, so 70 baseball players plus coaches. You can do that when you're talking about 156 PGA Tour players. You can't do it when you're talking about 35,000 people coming into an event. So we will be testing. You're going to see that a lot of these sports will come back, um, but without fans, but knowing that every one of those individuals had been tested prior to the event starting. From a testing reliability standpoint, this uh, text just came in. At the time, my husband, or I'm sorry, my husband had COVID one month ago. At the time, he self-quarantined for two weeks. There was no hospitalization, and he's recovered. No fever. His doctor has had him tested twice after he's recovered, and he's still testing positive with no symptoms whatsoever. Why does he keep testing positive, and is he still contagious? He essentially still is contagious because when he, why he's testing positive is I'm assuming that they're doing the virology test and not the blood test. So that there's two different ways to test. One is we're going to test is the, is the virus still in your system. That's the one you see where they're putting the nasal swab into the nose. Yeah. And what they're looking for there is actual virus. The other blood test or the other test we're looking at is the blood test that shows that your body has antibodies that you did show that you had the disease prior that one we want to stay positive, to be honest with you, versus the other one where we just want to know, do you still have the virus and still can you be shedding it and still be contagious? Okay. We talk so much about the summer concerts and the large gatherings, major league sports and stuff like that, which it sounds like you're not too uh, keen on actually happening. What about smaller summertime activities like park district stuff, little league baseball, summer camps, those sorts of things? Yeah, Whip, I think you're going to see that. I, I think that from a, a sanity point of view, as well as a socialization for these kids, I think you are going to see that. I think you're going to see the same thing, though, that they're going to have to show that they were tested within two days prior to the event happening. And then you're going to also make sure that you do as much social distancing as you can with the parents. Um, but I think we're going to need to get some of that back uh, because the mental health of our children is something that is extremely concerning right now. You look at the depression rates in China for children who have been socially isolated for a long time, they're approaching 25% depression in children, which is astronomically high. You know, we, we've heard a lot of stories about antibody testing and how important that that is going to be. So do you have any updated information on that? And if we have the antibodies after getting COVID, is there any new information about how long those antibodies stay in our system uh, in order for us to be protected from getting it again? Yeah, Melissa, you know, it's, that's the million-dollar question right there. One is at least the antibody testing, the accuracy of it, you're going to start to see some FDA-approved tests come out. People have to be extremely careful right now. There's a lot of, I hate to call them fly-by-night, but there's a lot of tests out there that are not accurate. So there's no big rush to get this test done because all it's going to tell you is if you had the illness. 
wait until your doctor or your hospital tells you that they have an FDA-approved test. We have one. We're going to start testing thousands of people, hopefully here over the next couple of weeks. But really, it's going to be more important that we test in the fall. For the individual who we know was sick in February, are they still showing antibodies? And even that is not going to tell us, is it at a level high enough to give them immunity if they were to be exposed to the virus again? That is going to be the biggest question, which is going to be the million-dollar question for the vaccine. Uh, Dr. Kevin Most is with us. You had mentioned uh, uh, the children and the mental health, and all of us uh, keep thinking we need something to look forward to, which results in this question. Can you ask Dr. Most, is it appropriate or allowed for us to drive to places like Florida as opposed to flying, or are we truly not supposed to be changing locations? No. You know, people can definitely change locations. That's not going to be an issue. I'd say be careful. Make sure that you plan your trip appropriately because you may not find hotels along the way. Um, but really, you're, you're still keeping that family closed in one environment, whether it be in a car or when you get there to a hotel. Um, so we're going to still try to minimize large group gatherings or gatherings outside of your family um, until we really get a better grasp on this. But changing locations is going to definitely happen this summer, and we're just going to have to be very careful how we do it. Got an email that says, my neighbor has COVID-19 or had COVID-19 and was released from the hospital last week. He was in his backyard a few days ago coughing without a mask on. Even though we were nine feet apart roughly, could he have infected me? Yes, unfortunately, that's very possible. Nine feet, coughing, um, we have to be careful. You know, coughs, we say anywhere from six to ten feet. Someone that you absolutely know is positive. You know, I would stay away from them, but also understand that they've been in the hospital for a period of time. They're a little bit stir-crazy as well. So that's the individual. Drop a meal off at their front door and say, hey, you know, thanks, and hopefully we'll be able to see you soon. Um, But also just show that you're concerned, because if you totally isolate from them, they feel like they're pariah. They're they're like, you know, uh, plutonium, and nobody wants to be around them. And that's not fair to them. But, you know, having them wear a mask and stay safe um, certainly should have been told to him, and he should have been discharged with uh, masks when he left the hospital. Uh, this uh, text is uh, from uh, somebody named Eric that says, uh, in the past, I have played in a golf tournament with Dr. Most. Does he think that golf tournament will be able to take place this summer? From uh, an emailer named Eric. Yeah, yeah, Eric, Eric there's, there's two golf tournaments that I think that, that individual is concerned about. Yeah. I'm not so sure about the first one, but I certainly hope the second one will occur. Okay. When okay. is that second one? Does the texter say? Uh, I believe that second one... I- I don't know him. Oh, okay. Uh, but is I believe, it in there, so can you look a little harder? I believe the second one might be mid to late July. Am oh. I right about that, Doctor yeah, Most? Yes, yes. I think that I think that I saw that same email, and I think you're right. Right. <laughs> right okay. All right. And then finally, uh, one other uh, quick text that came in. Uh, hi, this is Steve. I was wondering uh, if you could ask Doctor Kevin Most. Uh, my dad used to watch Happy Days. Is he related to Donnie Most, who played <laughs> Ralph Mouth? Oh my God. You know, I can't tell you how many times I've been asked that question. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Uh, any relation? None whatsoever. <laughs> All right. Oh. Donnie Most wishes. Right. Too bad. Dr. Kevin Most, you're one of the best. <laughs> Chief Medical Officer, Northwestern Medicine Central DuPage Hospital. Give us one last uh, thing to think about and feel good about and look forward to, or at least something that you feel good about in the upcoming weeks that, uh, that we can hold on to. Yeah, you know, I, 
everyone is probably upset about these next 30 days of being socially isolated and still shelter in place. But I say still, the weather's going to be good. Take the opportunity to get outside. Do some, you can do group things as long as you're distancing from them. I can't tell you how many times I've driven through the parking lot by the school and there's 10 cars parked around a circle and they're all at least 10 feet away, but they're at least socially um, interacting. And I tell you the big thing, Eric, like we spoke, look out for the kids. You know, these kids, you know, when you were in kindergarten, I'm sure you picked a girl out that you said you were going to marry in kindergarten. And you know what? These kids haven't been able to do that. So... Parents, I hope you're thinking about Zoom dates. Have them write notes to them. Do things that we can look out for these kids because they're the ones that are suffering more than we are. Great information, great advice. Uh, Thank you, Dr. Most. Uh, Be safe, and we will talk again soon, okay? You got it. You call anytime. Appreciate it. Dr. Kevin Most, one of the good guys, Chief Medical Officer at Northwestern Medicine Central DuPage Hospital. The Eric in the Morning with Melissa and Whip podcast, downloadable every weekday. This is 101.9 FM, The Mix, on the web at WTMX.com and via podcast.